following podcast is a production of The Network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. What's going on, everybody? I'm The Nightmare. And I'm Rotten Jack. And this This is Common Common Debauchery. Common Debauchery may contain mature subject matter and is intended for adult audiences only. Listener discretion is advised. The following podcast is brought to you by The Beard Struggle. The Beard Struggle makes quality beard and grooming products for the modern man who likes to look good while raiding the countryside. Visit their website, thebeardstruggle.com, to scope out their awesome product line and use promo code JAWS20 at checkout to get 20% off your order. The Beard Struggle, because everyone looks better with a beard. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to a brand new episode of Common Debauchery. I am the Nightmare, joined by Rotten Jack. Here, live and in living color, we are doing the thing. Rotten Jack, what's up, buddy? Oh, not much. How are you? Oh, living the dream. Uh, If you guys haven't checked it out, uh, Rotten Jack and I were guest hosts on Crafting and Drafting, and it's called another BICBP Radio Network podcast hosted by uh, Brian Finch and Matt Johnson, where we, ironically... Uh, judging by the things happening in the world, started a trend. Uh, we talked about people throughout people in throughout history that we'd like to punch in the face. Yeah. And uh, the day before that episode dropped, we recorded it last week, last Tuesday. Um, so a week prior to this episode record, uh, like was it Tuesday? No, it was Wednesday. Wednesday. So seven days prior to this episode dropping. Um, we recorded that one, and then later that weekend, Chris Rock got popped in the mouth by Will Smith at the Oscars. So that was fun. Uh, I like to consider us trendsetters. Yes. I like to consider us ahead of the curve. Just just remember, keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth. Yeah. and uh, <laughs> Or you'll get in one little fight and you know because your wife's got no hair. and You'll have to move back in with your auntie and uncle in Bel Air. Yeah. Or you'll go and slap Chris Rock and swear at him on the air. Yeah. See, that's the nice part about being a podcast is we don't have to abide by FCC regulation. No. Because we are not live airways. You choose to boot this episode up and listen to us, which, you know, can be beneficial or detrimental. Of one of my favorite Blink-182 songs ever. What's that? Shit, piss, fuck, cunt, cocksucker. Oh, gee, okay. That's, that's enough. That's enough. I will go back and bleep that out. I um, fucked your mom. Okay, stop. Just stop. <laughs> There's no need for it. It's <laughs> obnoxious. There's nothing. Blink-182 didn't do anything good. That was a great song. Uh, all the small things was probably the only th- good thing that they put out. And that may not even be them. I couldn't tell you. No, that is them. Okay, good. I at least had one pop culture reference about them, right? <sighs> I have a sour spot in my life for Blink-182 because there was a girl who was fairly heavily vested in a lot of my friends' lives that thought they were the end-all, be-all of musical genius to the point that she was the person that, like, oh, my God, like, everything they write is about me. Jesus Christ. Oh, yeah. Like, she thought she was inspiration she for Blink-182. She was the girl at the rock show? Yes. <laughs> and I don't, I'm not sure she ever actually attended a rock show, which is what just makes it weird. They just talk about so many real things. Never been to a Blink-182 show, but all their songs are written about you. Sure, Becky. Right. Uh, I'll drink to that. So uh, we have a fun topic today, and this one came up via meme in on Facebook or via picture on Facebook that made me laugh. And it's things that nine-year-old me thought were everyday dangers. Yeah. And really this comes from a multitude of pop culture uh, reference and TV shows, cartoons, things that we watched as kids that like, and like that just seem to be everyday tropes of things that are like could kill you and will kill you and want to kill you actively trying to kill you. Yes. Uh, I have the five that were on the thing here. I don't want to waste them all right off the bat. Yeah. So while we're here, let's start with the most comedic of them all. With falling anvils. <laughs> or just falling anything. Like, like, like anvils, f- pianos, safes. safes. Oh, yeah. Uh, this was a massive trope through really just cartoons when we were kids. Because we, like, we were part of the later Looney Tune generation. Uh, we talked on Producers when we were recording today about how like 
we had like we, like when Space Jam was made, we still had the appreciation for the Looney Tunes. We're like, yeah. I'm not sure current kids do, and I just I, I'm just confused by the whole thing because, like, how many times did we still like? They were just like bundles of TNT laying around. Yeah, right. Like you could just or like order a tea and like order a brick of TNT with the plunger. With no cord, apparently they had Bluetooth back then. Yeah, <laughs> Bluetooth. Fucking the, great. Uh, you could just buy bombs, like the yeah, circular. Just walk into the store and yeah, buy just a bomb. Buy a bomb. Um, yeah, like, but it, it was such a trope that like you'd be just hanging out, like, and an anvil would fall from the sky. Yeah. Or a piano would be dropped out a window, which most pianos they were grand pianos too. They weren't even like uh, no wall pianos. No, they were huge, like pianos. huge, like the the pianos you see. At a piano, at like a professional piano concert, like the big ones where they like pop the back yep. open and like what I don't think whatever. I don't even but know what that was. I don't know what it was either. But I was doing the finger thing, so that was fun. Um, but yeah, so I like this was such a like. Why was this such a thing? I don't know why it was a thing, but it's hilarious to think that like nine year old me was like nervous walking down the sidewalk in like a main street area somewhere looking up thinking like where's this anvil like coming from like walking down the sidewalk in my neighborhood like the houses are far enough off offset i was never worried about goddamn anvil or anything falling right on me. but like you come down here to like downtown lancaster you know you're walking right up against the buildings like yeah where some asshole that lives in the apartment above the comic book store or the gluten-free bakery could just Drop an anvil on you for fun. Yeah. Don't do that. You're putting ideas on my head, man. <laughs> I'm not sure where you would get an anvil from, but... Listen, I have people. I'm sure you do. Do you know a blacksmith? No. Then you don't have an anvil guy. But I probably know people that know people, and I can I could probably get an anvil by the end of the week. I don't want you to actually get one. I want to know that you could. Like, I want you to put this plan in motion and stop. So, like, never mind. I don't need the anvil. Like, when it would like, be with all of my connections through <laughs> haircutting. Like, I have a guy for everything. And if I don't have a guy, I know a guy. You who got has a, guy, a guy. You got. You have a guy. Guy. So I, I guarantee you, I could probably get my hands on an anvil by the end of the week if I really wanted to. I'm sure you could. Which is just funny and impressive all at the same time. Yeah. Um. So what are what are other things that nine year old you would have thought we were in everyday danger. Oh, you know, I was convinced that strangers were going to be luring me into their vans with candy on the regular. Oh, my God, yes. Like, which, don't get me wrong, and, and if... It, it happens. First and foremost, if you are young enough to be worried about a stranger stealing you on their van that says free candy, poorly spray-painted on the side, first off, turn us off. <laughs> as soon as I'm done telling you this. Because this is inappropriate and you shouldn't be listening to me. But if you fit that category, if you are young enough where that could be a thing and you're listening to me, go hand whatever you're listening to us on to your mom and dad and say, you need to think about the decisions you've made as a parent. Now, shut us off. However, also, if you see a van with the words free candy poorly painted on the side, don't go near it. But this was a thing that when we were younger was 100% told, like, this was going to happen. You are going to be lured. You are going to be stolen by some mysterious, faceless, nameless figure in a van. Yeah. They're going to lure you with puppies or candy or something, but it's going to happen. Yes. Stranger danger. Yeah. Oh, my God. That, I, that, that's such a good one. I didn't even think of that one. Oh, I got another real good one. <sighs> Shark attacks. I've never I, been. I've never been in the ocean, so I've never been. And so, this was kind of perpetuated by first off the movie Jaws. Second, it was just a thing that like you hear about. You actually do hear about shark attacks. Sure. It's not like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like I don't know if I've ever heard of somebody actually having an anvil or a piano dropped on them. At least not from an insane height. Um, but like it, it feels like when we were younger, you were just. It was just assumed that if you went to the beach, you were immediately in direct danger of a great white just hunk and gone. Yeah. Where, like, 
What's the most dangerous thing that can happen to you at a beach? You get ripped. Riptide? Yeah, the riptide. But, like, you hear about that in passing. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, just careful about the undertow. I, like, guarantee, I, I, I guarantee you nine out of ten people don't even know how to survive a riptide if they get caught in one. Swim across it. Yeah, you swim parallel to the shore until it lets you go. Yeah. Don't try to swim to shore. Don't try to swim out to sea. Because you go. Swim directly parallel to the shore, and eventually you will be out of the riptide current. Yes. And like I said, like, that should be common knowledge. It's not, but it should be. But you know what every single kid goes to the beach do, uh, and does? Looks along, like, the horizon for the shark fin. Yeah. Like... <laughs> Because that's another thing. You were taught that, like, when a shark was coming, it was going to, like, it like it, hunting for a shark includes sticking its fin out of the water. Yes. Which isn't necessarily true. No. Oh, man. I'm excited for your next. This is a great topic. Uh, I was fully under the impression as a child that people were going to be offering me and handing me drugs on the regular. Oh, God, yeah. Like, that... Like, the police came in to do, like, your D.A.R.E. program. Which, first off, worst program ever. Yeah, it's absolutely terrible. Epic failure. If you're not sure about that, because, like, we all we all think back about, like, oh, there was, like, the D.A.R.E., like, dog mascot, and we all yeah. had D.A.R.E. shirts growing up and everything, and, like, we all remember going through D.A.R.E. It is scientifically proven that D.A.R.E. was one of, if not the worst thing that has ever been done in schools. You know why? Because... None of us in fifth grade knew what the fuck drugs were, but we sure as hell knew after D.A.R.E. Right. And what did they do? Oh, here's this thing that if you do this with it, you'll feel this way and see these things. And kids went, <laughs> really? Yeah. And they just, instead of preventing drugs. And then usually by like, because they usually did it in like fifth grade, I think it was. Yes. Usually by like... Like, fi- fi- like fifth through seventh, I think it was. Yeah. Like th- like up through middle school. Usually by like seventh to eighth grade is when you started smoking pot, if you did. Right. Uh, so, good on you. But yeah, they made, they made it seem like people were going to be just like handing out drugs for free on the regular. Or right. Like, you know, your parents have to check your Halloween candy to oh make sure... Oh my God, that, you, that you took people, my next one. The, to make sure people didn't like... Put drugs in there. Motherfucker, apparently these people who are making this shit up have never bought drugs in their life because drugs are fucking expensive and those motherfuckers aren't giving them out for free, especially to kids. Well, like, and if you are, it's the first one. Like, the first one's free, the rest of them you're going to pay for. Yeah. Because the, like, that's how, like, and listen, this is, this is my actual collegiate education in the realm of day camp. Yeah. Like, it, like that, the, this is what I went to school for. We talked about it. One of the tactics that drug dealers do use the is they free. is they give your the first one free because they want to create the addiction and create a recurring customer. You know what they don't do? They don't hide it in places where you don't know where you got it from. So right. you, when you are addicted, you don't know where to go to get more. Yeah. <laughs> like, but they did. They made it seem like you'd what? be like walking down the street, and every like third person you walked by was going to be like, Psst. "You want this white powder? You Psst. want the weed?" You want this? You want this green stuff? Psst, I got some damn shrooms. Like that's what they—they they made it seem like that was just a thing, right? Like, I have been offered drugs. I can tell three you three times in my entire life. I can tell you in my entire life, I've never had a pure stranger walk up out of the blue and be like, "Do you want drugs?" Right, and that's the thing. But it's never been a stranger. I've been offered drugs like three times in my life, but it's always been by someone that I knew and that I trusted. That's a weird message to put out, but okay. But you know what I'm saying? Like, it's been offered by, like, a friend or something like that. Right, and I'm generally assuming it's probably not anything like, hey, man, you want to try some of this crack? Right. No, <laughs> it's usually, it, nine, it's always been weed. Right. Um, Just wanted I, to clarify. And, yeah. You know, so I have, people, I, we, we don't need people yeah. thinking that we're hanging out with nefarious, no. you know, right. people who huff paint for fun. Right. But, like, I have never been approached by a stranger anywhere. Not even at, like, a rock concert. Yeah. Where, Again. like, it's heavily prevalent. Like, there's, like, 8,000 people out back smoking. Not even there. I've never been offered by and a stranger. Like, and the thing is, like, if you catch someone doing these things, 
Nine times out of ten, they shy away from you. Like, what are you? Why are you watching me, you freak? What are you? Right. A, what are you a narc? Like, so what do you know? What, you know those those same people are not going to walk up to perfect strangers they don't know and be like, "Yo, you want some?" Right. Like, well, maybe with weed now because it's legal. In sure, York, but you know, but like, but at the same time, you know, like, I could see it even being a thing where it's, "Hey, I see you doing something. You see me doing something. Maybe one of us says, want trade.' Like, maybe." Maybe right, I, and like, and this is not a world I live in. It's a world I have some understanding of because of my job. It's a world I have an understanding of because of a former job, right? But like, it's just one of those things where, oh, again, man. Dare made it seem like every 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 other every third person you walk by on the street was going to offer you some type of drug. Yeah, like just openly, willingly, and like sometimes. Oh my god, that that was so so brutal. And stemming off that, um, and I know that this has happened. Like, I know, like, because the story wouldn't exist or the warning wouldn't exist about checking Halloween candy. Right. If it didn't happen. I don't think it was so much drugs. But the big one for us was people hiding needles needles and razor blades in the candy. In the candy, yeah. Like, I got to a point on Halloween as a kid that I was like, do we just not go to the right places? Like, where are these razor blades? Not that I want them, but, like, I, I grew up being, like... It was something people actively worried about all the damn time. Yeah. And, like, again, it happens. It has to. It has to have happened at some point. But, like, this this to me, it this feels like that thing that happened, like, of all the kids that go tr- trick-or-treating, of all the years and all the candy that's handed out, like... It's probably happened a handful of times, ever. Which means it's a point zero 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 one percent chance of happening. Right. But, like... That like that in like incredibly low number is enough that like every kid on the planet just assumes that at least one piece of candy they get every year is trying to kill you. Yeah. And and who eats a rate like okay so you eat like you take a bite of piece of candy or you just like she say say it's in a Reese's cup just for for funsies. I've eaten a Reese's cup and all in one gulp. Yeah. But, like, I don't put it in my mouth and swallow it. You put it in your mouth and you chew it. Right. So, like, worst case scenario, you're going to, like, lacerate the crap out of your mouth and your tongue. Right. But, like, they made it seem like you were going to ingest this thing and it was just going to rip you up all the way out. Yeah. Like, in what world are you just, like, deep-throating a razor blade? Apparently in our whatever parents' world that came up with this. What else you got? Um, I have a podcast. <laughs> you gonna talk? Good. I'm waiting for her. Oh, she's not gonna talk. We're we're enjoying the face rubbins right now. It is respect your cat day. Is it? Yes. Hmm. I learned that on the radio this morning. Actually, I have to take Marv to the vet tomorrow. Oh, he's Marv, gonna, you... I'm gonna be without him for two nights. Oh, is he? You okay? Yeah, he's going for dental. Uh, so I got to drop him off because they're like, oh. They called me last minute. They're like, oh, we have like a last minute appointment available for Wednesday. I'm like, well, Thursdays are really the only day that work for me to like do anything. They're like, well, you can either drop him off early in the morning on Wednesday morning or like drop him off Tuesday night, tomorrow night. And then like I'll go pick him back up Thursday. But gotcha. Yeah. It's going to be a quiet house. I don't know what I'm going to do. So many activities. I honestly, I don't know what I'm going <laughs> to do should, without. We him. should we should record a Zoom just so he won't be bothering you during it. <laughs> oh my God, I'm going to be able to play a video game without him trying to like claw my hand out of my controller. For the record, this is the longest she's like sat in my arms like this without bitching about something. <laughs> anyway, what else you got that's gonna that that we thought was going to kill us but didn't? Uh, definitely. Like, I don't know if your parents ever told you this, but like having the light on. In the like the dome light in the car. Oh my god! Yeah, they were driving at night. Like either it was always either uh, the cops are going to pull us over and I'm going to get a ticket, or the light is going to cause me to crash because I'm not going to be able to see outside with the light on inside. Yeah. Oh god, I remember that one. How did that one not come up in the lies our parents told us that we believed for way too long? <laughs> it might be- have because that's one that you like believe until you drive and someone turns that light on and you're like, oh, right, yeah. 
I'm just enthralled right now by my cat. She is not moving. <laughs> she put her head in my hand like this so I could like scratch her, scratch to face. Marv does that all the time. All right, so I'm going to cross another one off the list here because I'm distracted by a cat. Black holes. And like this to this day. No, okay. Black holes, as best we know, can and will kill you. They suck in everything in their path. And we don't really know what happens to it because we've never sent something through it with like any intent or idea of how we get it back or get a reading from it. But like even to this day, like TV shows, like anything sci-fi, like, oh, my God, we're getting sucked into a black hole. I think that's more of a problem. Like if we were like a spacefaring people, I might be concerned about it, but. Uh, the fact that we are not avidly uh, traversing space in any like quantitative uh, way, but I mean, there were there were I'm even not things exactly worried about black holes. And let's be honest: if our sun decides to go uh, supernova and turn into a black hole, we won't be there to see it. it you know what? Ain't my fucking problem because nothing I'm going to be able to do about it. Well, and again, the sun going supernova would kill us all off before it became a black hole anyway. Right? Exactly. So like. We we'd be dust before. Maybe going through a black hole would reincarnate us. Maybe we've gone through a black hole and been reincarnated. Maybe, but like it's still it, even even like through TV shows, it was a thing that like oh we woke up and like suddenly a black hole has appeared out of nowhere that's sucking the Earth towards it. Like it like it's almost nearly impossible because like the like the star has to go supernova first, right? To turn into a black hole, and uh, the sun is the only star that's near us, and it so it's like not. It would happen. have it like, and they have to go somewhere. Yeah, like everything we understand about science is that thing. Like matter is not created nor destroyed. It doesn't just go poof and you're gone. It goes somewhere. Yeah, we just don't know where. Um, but yeah. this was such a thing that like, and, and to stem off of this, gigantic asteroids just like. Okay, the uh, asteroids one I can get behind. I can get behind it, but the but black it, holes one not so much. But again, the entire trope behind it is that like we I mean, we have things looking so 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 far away. Yeah. And like satellites in space looking even further for us. And again, the trope is oh shit. This thing is coming and we have a week. Like, I feel like we'd see it sooner than that. I could be wrong. But, I mean, there's, what, Deep Impact, Armageddon. uh, There's, like, five different movies about it. Yeah. There's a theory that this is what killed the dinosaurs off. There's a theory that, like, it it happens every X amount of so often. I I don't know, man. Like, we're we're, we're here for a fraction of of the, the lifespan of the Earth. Right. The odds of us, like, drawing that card, damn, play the lottery that day, too. Yeah, right? Yeah. That's why, like, it, as as much as I am for, like, all this, like, like climate change stuff and, like, you know, helping the environment and stuff like that, like, let's be honest, like, the world is not going to end in our lifetime, our kids' lifetimes, you know, we're talking hundreds of thousands of years, millions of years before the Earth is potentially uninhabitable. Uh, don't inconvenience me by making me buy an electric car on technology that really isn't that good yet <laughs> when uh, it's really not my fucking problem yet. Well, Rotten Jack did his part by buying a car that was going to save on emissions. He died when it burned his house down, but, yeah. at, least, but at least the car didn't, like, yeah, like the, the, the car didn't emit things like yeah. whatever. It's it's just like it's not stupid. I understand it. We do like we need to be better about certain things. The way we right. act, the way we consume. But like, but like, like they literally people are literally acting like in the next year or two, we're gonna wake up and just the world as a whole is gonna be on fire. Yeah, there's a better chance of the dormant yet active super volcano that is like under three quarters of the continental United States erupting yeah. than there is of climate change affecting anyone within five generations of us. And yeah. it, like in the end game type Armageddon event that they're talking about. I would it's going say to be. probably more like 
there's there's a better chance of that volcano going off than like within the next like 40 generations after us yeah i'm i'm not willing to go that far because i'm no science dition but yeah it's gonna be a while yeah so like i'm sorry but i'm not buying a fucking electric car yeah i'm i'm definitely not i well when you think about it like i don't like know right man now, Ga- like... if gas prices keep going up i might <laughs> yeah yeah but like the technology like it's not that i'm against them the technology is just not there yet right like you want to go on a road trip you can kiss that fucking goodbye because your 16-hour straight shot drive down to Florida just turned into five fucking days because you can only drive 300 miles at a time, and then you got to stop to charge the bitch for 14 hours. Right. Which which is why, like, a lot of... Pla- a lot of 14 hours, if you're lucky. A lot of places are pushing the hybrid. Yeah. Where, like... Uh, Toyota's you, got a real good one where it's got the like the, the battery recharge when you uh, step on the brake. Yes. And, like, like that, th- there's, awesome. there's ones that do, like... um. Like the get like it it's electric start, yeah. And then when you hit like a certain time frame, like it kicks over to gas, which helps charge the car, which increases the car's distance to drive, stuff right. like that. Whatever. We're not talking about that crap. But um, like until I can plug that bitch in and like charge it in like twenty minutes or half an hour, it, it it's just not good enough. I mean, uh, we can't get our phone to last a day, right? <laughs> I actually had a guy uh, in my chair over the weekend who knows a lot about them. Um, He's like a service technician um, at a car dealership, and he's being trained um, because Hummer's bringing back the uh, Hummers, basically. Right. But they're coming back as an electric vehicle. He said, do you understand how long it takes to charge that bitch from zero to 85%? Give me me a guess. 20 20 hours. Zero to 85%. 20 hours. Two weeks. Jesus Christ. Two weeks from zero to 85%. You can kiss that fucking road trip goodbye in that thing. Well, and, and that's the thing. Like, and this will be the last part of the topic because this is way off base and not not in a fun way. Like, this is just a stupid conversation at this point. Um, That's one of those things where, like, that's why the house burns down because to avoid that two-week charge point... Every time you get home, you plug the some bitch in, mm-hmm. and eventually, you just overheat it from overcharging it because, and then you're gonna fry it like your computer battery because if your computer's plugged in more than it's not, correct. Like, then when you go to unplug it, it, it fucking crushes dies. the battery. Yep, and that and that's it. That's just a flaw that we haven't figured out yet. But still, we can get, yeah. You know. Like I said, technology is just not there yet. What else what is else, a what, what else, else you got? I I talked oh, about you did black the holes. asteroids and black holes. Yeah. Um, I know it's on your list, but I'm, I'm going to steal it because okay. I'm, I'm drawing a blank here. Quicksand. Oh, my God. I I definitely thought quicksand was going to be a much bigger fucking problem. And, like, the thing is, quicksand exists. Yeah. But, like, you're... You you're, can walk on quicksand. You're led to believe that quicksand is, like, A... insanely deep yeah insanely deep also it would have you believe that quicksand is fucking everywhere which there is and super fast yes like basically you can walk across walk through quicksand and be fine you end up in trouble when a you you stand stand still. still and b when you like struggle a ton yeah and like, like they tested this on MythBusters. Yes. So like, they, and I think they actually proved that like getting out of it is not nearly as hard. No. As they would have you believe, like you just have to like, essentially wiggle yourself up. Yeah, you're probably gonna lose your shoes and socks, but. But you're not gonna die. Right. Yeah. Where like everything you ever watched growing up, quicksand, like, be like getting above your ankles in quicksand was a death sentence. Unless yeah. somebody, like, found a stick a long and strong enough or a vine to, like, pull you out with. Yeah. Which was always the, like, find something to pull me out and quick. Because, like, it took two and a half minutes for you to be completely submerged. And as soon as your head went under, you were done. Yeah. That was it. Like, it was over. Because no one could get to you. Yeah. <laughs> and, 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 quicksand is used in the uh, animated description of the 
was it the nine phases of of dying or something like that or the the five phases of dying or whatever it is where like there's a giraffe who's sinking in quicksand and it goes through like the stages of grief you know like like denial anger oh like and then the last one's acceptance and the giraffe's like oh this is fine i'm okay i'm ready to go i've lived a long full life and all of a sudden you hear its hoofs go at the bottom and he's just stuck up to his head and he's like are you kidding me (laughs) Like, yeah. so yeah, yeah. I definitely uh, thought quicksand was just going to be like around every goddamn corner. Like, if you strayed off the beaten path just a little too far, yeah. Like every path, whoop, every path, quicksand. Every path through the woods, there was quicksand on both sides. Yeah, like and any, you know, especially like any path in the jungle. Like the whole, like the jungle is nothing but quicksand aside from the path you're walking. Yeah. Um. Yeah, the another like another one, whirlpools. Yeah, oh like, god, because that's another like like if you're on land in a in a movie from like the eighties, nineties, and early two thousands, there's quicksand. Mm-hmm. If you're on the water, there's going to be a whirlpool you have to fight. Of, of course, yeah, yeah. And it, like I've only ever seen one whirlpool, and it looks nothing like it does in the fucking movies. Yeah. We live forty five minutes from a whirlpool. Yes. And, like, it's an actual, like, it's caused by a geographical structure. Yeah. Not an actual, like, like phenomenon that happens underwater. Right. And, like, the, the closest thing I've come to seeing, like, an actual whirlpool is making one in a pool with my friends. Right, yeah. Where, like, you just get the water working in one direction really hard. And then really you just sit there and float. Yeah. yeah. Or you just, like, try to work against it to break it up as, like, as fast as you can. Right, 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 yeah. Um. How about, like, slipping on banana peels? Oh, my God. Like, cartoons would have you believing that anyone who ever ate a banana, they immediately just throw the peel on the ground, and the next poor soul that comes walking by is going to go tits over ass, <laughs> slipping on the fucking thing. And, like, the best part is, this was such a great movie trope and such a great, like, comedy, like, TV trope that, like, they put bananas in Mario Kart. Right. To make you slide off, like slide all over the place. Like. Yeah. And then they tested it in How I Met Your Mother when like they were just talking about like, like Barney was like, there's no way that's true. And he goes and steps in and just whoop yep. and like face plants. But like, it, it, why was that so common? And why was it such a fatal thing? Like, like the only I like, was carrying a dresser the other day when the ground underneath my foot went, I staggered to the side, kept my balance and it didn't drop the dresser. But a banana peel was a death sentence. Yeah. <laughs> a banana peel was going to send you 10 feet in the air and land on your head. Yeah. Oh, so what weird. About, what about the whole uh, you keep making that face? You're going to get stuck like that. Okay. Or like if you make that face and someone slaps you in the back of the head. Your face is going to be stuck like that forever. Is that a danger or is that just kind of like stemming more toward like lies that we were told as kids? I mean, it seemed like a real fucking danger because I didn't right, want but my face to be stuck like that. Right. But it like, I mean, a falling anvil or a black hole or like standing still on a deep vat of quicksand, like getting hit by an asteroid. All of these things are actually dangerous. There's no scientific proof behind your face thing like that. You can actually slip on a banana peel. Whatever. Like I just, I get it. Like, but that that is definitely like the lies our parents told us to like stop making stupid fucking faces, asshole. Yeah. <laughs> your face is gonna stay that way. I don't care. And then like, <laughs> called your bluff, didn't I? Because mom definitely didn't slap me upside the head till I was done making that face. <laughs> like, or she didn't, and my face didn't stay that way. Either yeah. way, I win. Ah. <sighs> piranhas <laughs> yeah like and th- this is another one that was myth busted yeah like we've all seen it you, like somebody gets thrown into a piranha habitat uh, a piranha aquarium or tossed in the amazon river and next thing you know, like they go under and they come up a skeleton yeah and like piranhas are that ferocious and they do eat that quickly in that much of a pack but they they won't fuck with you, like as a human. You like if you, they, and they did this on 
I'm pretty sure it was a Mythbusters episode where they like just like they had a dude just sit in a pool full of piranhas and he just hung out. Yeah. And they didn't bug, bug him. They didn't come up look, and like. There's dudes on TikTok that have piranha tanks and they'll like just stick their hand right in there. Be yeah. like, look, nothing's going to happen. Yeah. And, and it, what happens every time? As soon as they stick their hand in, the piranhas fuck off the other way. Right. Because they're fish. Yeah. Like, yes, they are predatory fish, but like they look up, see this thing coming from the heavens and they go, that ain't right. And they move. Yeah. And like, I, I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure it was tested that like active, like it, it's either like an active open bleed that draws them. Yeah. Or I'm, I thought it may have been like something that's already dead. It could be. So like it, it like something about like the, the scent of like rotting flesh right. attracts them, but like if you don't smell like rotting flesh, you you can sit in a pool of piranhas and hang right. out and be fine. Like there's like the guys that I follow on TikTok that have like piranha tanks, they'll put like their like the piranhas food, they'll put like a chicken leg in there, right? Right. And they'll be like, yeah, I haven't fed these fish in like three or four days, so they're really really hungry. Yeah. And they put the the chicken leg in there, and it'll take them like five ten minutes before they actually like go over and actually start eating it. Right. But I mean, once they do, like it's, it's gone, it's gone. Um, but like it takes forever. Like they're, they're very skittish. Like they'll, you, you watch them and they just go up to it and they're like, they basically like, for lack of a better term, like sniff it, maybe take a tiny little bite just to see what it is. And then they, you know, bounce off the other way. And then another one will come in until finally one of them actually like digs in and then they all go nuts and then it's gone. But it's not like as soon as he drops the chicken in the tank, it's gone in 10 seconds. Right. Ah, uh, that was a good one. Yeah. What about like just like lava and lava pits? Oh my God. Yeah. Kind of on the same like aspect as like quicksand. Like you would just be believing that there's goddamn lava pits everywhere. Or if you're near like a semi-active volcano that's like leaking lava yeah that you're gonna get caught and like really the stuff moves so damn slow like a brisk walk will get you away <laughs> right i love that stuff. like and because it's things that like you see it in like movies and tv shows and they make it seem like it's a friggin' lava tidal wave yeah it's not it's a slow crawl because the further the longer it's it is super super hot but the longer it's out the slower it goes because it's starting to solidify more yeah like uh, why did we believe half this crap oh because they force fed it us fed it to us on tv yeah how about watermelon seeds oh yeah god forbid you swallow a watermelon seed like you a were full gonna... watermelon was like the rugrats put that in an episode yeah like where they yeah. went into someone be, like to get the watermelon seed out because they swallowed a watermelon seed and they were going to die because a watermelon was going to grow in their stomach. Yeah. I remember that one actually. Oh, um Oh god, I had like so many and like of course, like I didn't write them down. So now that we're talking about stuff, like I'm drawing a complete blank. Right. Um Oh, how about if you weren't careful, you can get sucked in and stuck in the drain of your bathtub. Oh, yeah. Like. Yeah. Make sure you're out of the tub before you pull the plug on it. Otherwise, you're going to get sucked down the drain. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Never mind the physics behind it that my big ass isn't going through that tiny little drain. But, you know, as a 10-year-old, like, holy shit, I was definitely going to go down that drain. Not to mention, like, I definitely tested it when the tub wasn't full and I couldn't even get, like, three fingers through, like, the drain hole. Right. And, like, even if you did, like, touch it or put your foot over it, like, your foot got suctioned to it, but not hard enough that you couldn't just move your foot. Yeah. Like, it was something I used to do, like, when my tub was draining all the time. I would sit there and, like, fuck with the drain because, like, it, like you could feel your skin being, like, sucked to the holes. And yeah. then you'd pull it off and then it would just, like, that air would rush up and, like, boom. And, like... Yep. Or it would create a whirlpool yeah. for the water to go down. <laughs> yeah. What about your permanent record? Oh, my God. 
oh my god, this is so good that there was just a file somewhere that some unnamed entity kept that like once you graduated school, it followed you everywhere. Yes. Oh my god, what a that that was great, great pull, buddy. You're never gonna be able to get a job because it's on this your, is gonna go on your permanent, permanent record. record. Yeah, that time you didn't turn in that really important essay in fifth grade, that's going to show up on a job interview, and you're not going to get a job. Yeah. Oh, God. Not that it's really, like, <laughs> another one that's not really, like, dangerous. That, and that was pre-internet. That's right, the worst part. Right. Oh, and my like, God. This next one, like, not that it's, like, dangerous or anything, but just, like, shit they had believing, believing as kids that were going to, like, mess with us in our futures. Um you know, high school and middle school kids are so much more, uh, um, like polite and like, uh, not as, um, what's the word I'm looking for here? I would help, um, but I don't know where you're going. Like so grown up. Right. Or like, you know, you're, when you go to college, there's no way that your college professor is going to oh put up with that. Are you kidding me? My college professor, the one day sent out an email was like, yeah, I got a little too lit last night, so I'm canceling classes today because I'm not coming in. The worst? <laughs> like, fucking same, bro. So, so listen, I had a teacher, a professor, who was legitimately like that, right? Like, like I had one that was legitimately, like, legitimately a fucking psychopath. So, like, she... She taught introduction to art history. And. Oh, so you know she was a huge fucking pothead. No. This woman was like. If I would have told you that this woman. If you would have met this woman out of like, out of context and I told you she was a teacher. You'd be like. Oh, one of those nuns with the rulers across your knuckles. Oh, like God. that's how much. Like that's how bad it was. And she like. There was a day where. We were sitting in class, and my buddy sitting next to me, and he was reading a newspaper, like the Fredonia, the Fredonia Times, before class. So, like, class started, she's like, all right, guys, like, we're going to get right into presentations, blah, blah, blah. It was our final presentation. So, she, like, he just, like, put the thing down and just sat there. And she, like, walked over to him and was like, put that newspaper away. He's like, I'm not reading it because, but I, like, he started talking. I didn't want to, like, make all the noise. She's like, put it away. So he, like, started folding the paper up, and it's making noise and everything. And the kid, like, pre- presenting, like, stopped and looked at me. He's like, listen, man, I did. I was leaving it. She's making me put it away. Like, I wasn't turning. <laughs> I wasn't reading it. I was watching. She's making I'm sorry. So he puts it away, and, like, she walks away. And all of a sudden, the kid, like, a row down from us was like, you done reading that newspaper? And he's like, I mean, yeah. He's like, no, no like, like, done, done? Like, for, like, he's like, well, I only brought it to, like, read between classes because I was in this classroom first, then had like a 20 minute break. And I'm here like, I'm done. I'm going to throw it out. He's like, can I get it? And he's like, yeah, go ahead. And this kid like pulled out the newspaper, like very quietly, like pulled it out very, very quietly. And all of a sudden just like opened a page up and just, (laughs) and just started ripping it in strips, right? Just to piss this woman off. This woman was such an asshole. Middle of winter. It's dry. People are pumping heat. I got a nosebleed, right? So like, Oh, oh, damn it. And I get up and I'm like, I got to go to the bathroom. Stop my nose from bleeding. Excuse me. If you are going to get up in the middle of my lecture in my class, then you need to get up and take your stuff. I'm like, my nose is bleeding. I'm not trying to be an asshole. She's like, I don't care. And I go, are you kidding me? I took my hand off my nose and now I'm dripping blood on the carpet (laughs) because I have a nosebleed. I go, are you kidding? Like I have a nosebleed and I can't even go take care of it because I'm interrupting you. And she goes, I go, well, good. You just gave everybody else the day off because I'm bleeding on the ground and you physically cannot teach class in here because of bloodborne pathogen issues. So thank you. I will grab my stuff and leave. So will everyone else. Her TA was like, he's right. You can't teach in here knowing that he's bleeding on the ground. Yeah. So like the next four classes got canceled that day because they had to like sanitize the rug from yeah. the blood. Right. <laughs> just bleep, bleep, bleep out of my nose. And like she got in trouble because the other professors had to cancel classes throughout the rest <laughs> of the day. It was really, really funny. So 
Yeah, they always told you like your your college professors are never going to put up with your shenanigans and this that. Oh and my the god! Other. Like, bullshit! Like yeah, class of one hundred and fifty in a lecture hall. They don't even know who the hell you are. Yeah, we, here's you're number forty seven on their list. Right, and they don't take attendance because why waste their time? Right. Like, listen, attendance doesn't matter if you don't come. You're not going to pass. There are four. There are four exams. These right. are the dates. Though that's your grade. Yeah. Yeah, permanent record was definitely, like, one of the best ones, though. Like, there was just this omnipotent, like, whenever you did something wrong, whoever saw you doing said wrong thing would call a hotline number. Excuse me. Yes, I witnessed Derek Jaws do this. I needed to be recorded on his permanent record. Right. Okay. Permanent record. Like, you're going to be 35 years old going for, like, a job interview, and they're going to be like, ah, Mr... Mr. Jaws, uh, we see here that uh, in fifth grade, uh, the teacher caught you picking your nose and putting it on the underside of the desk in uh, in the back of the classroom. Uh, you know, we don't don't think that you would be a good fit for right. us here because you picked or, your nose in fifth oh, grade, Mr. Mr. Rotten Jack. We uh, we have he shows here in your permanent record that you once served a detention. Right. You want to tell us what that was about? I don't really ever remember. I mean, I had detention a few times growing up, but like which specific time? Oh, there was more than one. <laughs> right. Well, do you want to explain the time you pantsed that young lady? Yeah, I thought it was funny because I was an immature little dickhead in eighth grade. Sorry. <laughs> like and that's why they and, banned sweatpants in my school. And she did it first. Like she I was getting her back. I it just I just have to be seen by a teacher. I don't know. They, they legitimately banned students from wearing sweatpants when I was in school because some dude pantsed a girl in the hallway in like seven, when I was in seventh grade. And I still remember she was wearing a bright red thong and we weren't allowed to wear sweatpants after that. Yeah. They didn't go that far. They had the, uh, skirt had to touch the top of your knee rule. Yeah. I mean, Uh, it's pretty standard. My high school girlfriend got sent home three times in a week once. (laughs) And she, like, her complaint was, like, and she was. She was tall. Like, she was. Right, yeah. Like, I was 6'2", 6'3", 6'4", around then, and she was, like, 5'9", 5'10". Like, she was a tall girl, and she's like, they don't make skirts in my size that are that long. Like, and the one teacher was like, then you're not wearing skirts to school, honey. Like. And then, like, they amend the rule to, like, it's got to extend past your fingertips. But then you get these long, lanky, like, super tall, lanky people that, like, your your fingertips go down to your damn knees, right? Like, yeah, it, the whole thing was just. I mean, right? Yeah, you you couldn't have a bra strap showing, but there was no rule against not wearing a bra, right? So like that, that was always funny. Was like seeing a girl walk down the hall, very obviously not wearing one, and then like she walks past the girl being scolded because her bra strap was like a little bit further over than her tank top. Right. God forbid. Like it was just un- unbelievable. <laughs> the best part was the one girl got in trouble and she's like, like I, I heard her tell the teacher, like it's not a bra strap. It's a tank top strap. And she's like, the teacher like damn near told her to prove it. And she's like, she literally went like, see how this is black. And then just like, just lifted the bottom of her, outer tank top to be like see how this is black same shirt and she's like oh yeah and walked away and like just some of the weird like nitpicky clothing things but we have digressed quite a bit again as always i know um how about if you touch a toad you'll get warts yeah that was always a good one um i never really came across any frogs or toads in my youth so i can't exactly say that that was ever a large concern for me um, but you know, <laughs> it was definitely there. If I ever came across one, that was, I mean, I had more of a country upbringing, right? That was definitely a common thing. Like you pick up a frog like, and really what, what is the purpose of that lie? Mom and dad don't want you to bring them a toad. Yeah. So like you come like, oh, you're like, put that thing down. You're going to get warts. Oh, and you never touched a toad again until you realize it was dumb. And then you don't really want to touch toads anymore. Right. Alligators live in the sewers. We'll climb up pipes, and when you're on the toilet, we'll bite you in the ass. Or snakes. Yes. Which, if you live in Australia, that's actually a fucking thing. 
like snakes will climb up through your sewer piping and like be laying in your fucking toilet bowl. Yeah, that's a thing. No. Yeah. No, no, no. I. Yeah. No. That's, that's not. No, that's, that's not what thing. this. That's not what this look is for. I'm look. I'm scrolling through something and the, the childhood stories we believed. The entire state of Pennsylvania is made out of pencils. I never even heard that one. I didn't get it till I said it out loud. Pennsylvania made yeah. out of pencils. Yeah. Yeah. I've never heard it before. I remember being a kid and like driving through Pennsylvania, like the welcome to Pennsylvania sign was a fucking pencil. Right. But uh, if you swallow gum, it'll stay in your body for seven years. Yeah. Yeah. That was always a good one. Is the special dye thing in pools real? No, I can 100% confirm that because when I was a swimmer, I used to piss in the pool all the time. I, I maybe maybe I think it is a thing, but it really just depends. Like like probably at like large water parks and stuff, yeah, but not like, like large your school water pool. parks. But like my school pool, hell no, that thing would be like because what was it like? The water was going to turn like deep blue around you. Yes. Or yeah. No, that entire pool would be deep blue because when you're in the middle of a practice and you're in the middle of like a superset, you don't have time to jump out of the pool to go to the bathroom like fuck it right you just waited out a little further out and just said like just careful of this area here for a little bit guys it's a little bit warm i don't even know if i would have said i I never peed in a pool to my knowledge it was weird at first but by the time i was a senior it was just like whatever i'm gonna be contacting my other swimmer friends to see if that was actually a thing or if you're just weird I was. I don't know. I'm calling my boy Mike. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I guarantee you, Mike's probably done it. Mike's. Mike. Yeah, I know Mike. Mike is. I. That I be- guy. I believe like it. Like it to be a thing where you know potentially mid event, like the you know the urge hits you like mid five hundred. You're not getting out of the pool to piss. But uh, see, I was never able to piss while I was swimming, but I wasn't jumping out of the pool to go piss. The only time I jumped out of the pool is I've had to take a dump. Yeah, no kidding. Got any more? Um, no. I think we're gonna wrap this up with the coup d'état. Okay. Coup de gras. Coup de gras. Coup de gras. Or Mardi, Mardi Gras. Or if you're Corey Graves, who's an asshole, it's the the Coupe de Grassi. Coupe de Grassi? Uh, the Bermuda Triangle. Yes. So there is legitimate, like, legitimacy to the Bermuda Triangle. Like, there are things that... To a that, certain extent. Like, yes. there are things that have gone awry, like ships, planes, like, vessels traveling through that have gone missing and never seen again. Like that, it is legitimately a thing that is hard to explain. Whether or not things sink, or I think the most like relevant explanation that people have come out with is that uh, it's just an area of like extreme storms from time to time that pop up out of nowhere, and it just like crashes planes and sinks ships right in that area. So like, and it's that I've also heard the. Uh, there's a weird like the the magnetic field of the of the earth gets a little wonky mm-hmm. and like it throws navigational systems off and you yeah. end up completely turned around and going the wrong direction and in turn like a plane ends up going back out to sea where it doesn't have enough fuel enough gas yeah. and then it crashes but like its stuff went down so like it can't get a hold of anybody it right. can't communicate in any way like um you know ships same deal and all of a sudden they end up stranded at sea until God knows when, yeah. stuff like that. Uh, there is, but there is some truth behind it. Whatever the hell happens there, but this was a thing that was so common when we were younger, and like commonly talked about and referenced in different pop culture areas. And when you're kids, you don't know where the hell the Bermuda Triangle is. Right, your you, parents you, could have told you it was on the next block over, and you'd be like, "Oh my God, I'm not going over there." Well, like I, I always knew it wasn't like nearby. Like I wasn't that dumb. Like, when you're little, little, you might have been, but. You know, when you're I might have believed that my dad split a bullet with a boot knife in the service, but I did not believe that the Bermuda Triangle was anywhere anywhere but Bermuda. 
However, not that I knew exactly where Bermuda was, but I had an idea. I actually didn't know exactly where Bermuda was until I had a client tell me he was going to Bermuda. And I was like, where the hell is that? He's like, oh, it's like 200 miles off the shore of North Carolina. I was like, wait, what? I'm like, I always thought Bermuda was more like down in the Caribbean. No, it's like a straight shot east of North Carolina. Yeah. So, and like the triangle connects to the lower portion. Yeah. Like over toward the Caribbean and stuff like that. I think it's... uh, like Bermuda to like Miami to Cuba or which, Jamaica, something like that. Which uh, Cuba is actually uh, the Bermuda Triangle, also known as the Devil's Triangle, is an urban legend centered around a loosely defined region in the western part of the North Atlantic Ocean. Um, here we go. Triangle area. Um. Miami, San Juan, and Bermuda. Okay. So Miami, Florida, San Juan, Puerto Rico, and Bermuda. Yeah. Um, different boundaries and vertices, and I mean it's a big area, whatever. But uh, yeah. So this entire area. I mean, so compass variations, Gulf Stream, human error, violent weather, uh, methane hydrates, like. There's a list of things that have gone missing along it, whatever. But regardless, like, you basically were, on like, just led to believe that everything that traveled went near this thing. And like, if, you, if you went anywhere, if you crossed, as soon as you crossed that threshold of the triangle, you were that done. was it, you were gone. You were yeah. in another dimension somewhere. You immediately abducted by aliens. Yeah, just poof, gone forever. Yeah. I mean, Weird. It, it's it's actually, like, pretty funny. It's fascinating, too. It really is, isn't it? Like, like, it's fascinating to the point that, like, people are actually so, like, sketched out that no one really does any, like, real, true, scientific, like, investigation into it. Because they're like, yeah. fuck that. There, like, like, there have been criticisms of it, but there's never been, like, a scientific thing that's been like, that yeah, isn't true. Right. Like, it, nobody fa- is willing to risk the fact that Factually speaking, things happen in that loosely defined area Yeah, with aircrafts and, you know, sea-bearing crafts and whatever, and no one's willing to risk their life to figure out what. Yeah. Like, to the, to the point that, like, they won't even send, like, a submarine down that way. No. To, like, see what's going on and what, like, catch the wreckage and stuff. Like, could you imagine, like, if we could actually send ships down there with like sonar just like scan the bottom of the ocean yeah send do like send like a maybe that's where cthulhu is for all we know maybe that's maybe that's where godzilla's hanging out yeah like i mean you know and and what well what happened to the aircraft uh nuclear breath that's what (laughs) like figure it out oh man this was this was fun this was a good topic this was a fun uh, fun back and forth, a fun little chit chat here, and uh, I appreciate you coming over a little little late on a Monday, but we got yeah, it done, you know. And uh, yeah, so with that being said, this has been another episode of Common Debauchery, part of the BICBP Radio Network, www.bicbp-radio.com. Uh, you can find us in about forty other podcasts on there. Like, follow, share, subscribe. Uh, tell your friends. Find us on Facebook, Common Debauchery. With the first round of our fan voting contest is done, the uh, the, the last round was one of the most tightly contested and the, sorry, the round before this one was the mo- one of the most tightly contested. Yeah. This one was an absolute shit show blowout on both ends. Um, so we had Patriots fans dominate the voting over pro gamer fans. Okay. Conversely, anime weebs kicked the shit out of Yankee fans. Mostly because there's a lot of Yankee fans out there and they don't want to admit how shitty they are. Well, yeah, that's true. So starting probably Wednesday, I'll have the new graphics up and stuff for the uh, the updated second round. Yeah. Um, and we'll go from there. So, you know, find those, vote on them. Share them so your friends vote on them. And... Just remember, if you don't, we're putting it on your permanent record. We sure are. And with that, I'm the Nightmare. And I'm Ron Jack. And this has been Common Common Debauchery. Debauchery.
This is Generic American Sports Podcast Center. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to another episode of Generic American Sports Host Podcast Thing. Today in sporting news, some things happened that were some stuff and some other things. Some statistical values to back up those things are this. As you can see, the thing I just said statistically did happen. Yo, wait a minute. I feel like I could listen to this show anywhere and be just as bored. Why am I listening to this stuff? You want a better sports experience from your podcast? Head over to Hats, Tats, and Stats on the BICBP radio network. Not generic, not boring, and a little out there sometimes. Tune in to Hats, Tats, and Stats on the BICBP radio network.